The Race. Like most of the folks round about, Mr. and Mrs. Hope were a church-going couple, and like our family, they attended Modest Town Baptist Church. They were usually ready to leave as soon as the sermon was over, and they always arrived at Nelsonia before we did. Dad frequently had to wait for one or more of us children, and then, too, old Bill did not go very fast. Mr. Hope would say, Billy, why don't you get yourself a real horse? You do need one. Dad would just smile and agree with Mr. Hope. A few months later, Dad did buy a beautiful chestnut mare with long legs and a silky coat. She was not only beautiful, but intelligent. We were used to the plodding of old Bill, and she was quite a change. In fact, we thought she went like the wind. We finally settled on a name for her. She would be called Trixie. The following Sunday, Dad carefully briefed all of us. Don't play around after church. Just get out to the buggy as soon as the service is over. So, after the last amen, we all ran quickly to the buggy and jumped in. Trixie was ready to go. She had been pawing the ground under the old cedar tree where she had been tied. Mr. and Mrs. Hope pulled out just half a minute ahead of us. Down the road to the modest town branch we went, up the hill, and then round a sharp turn to the right. Now the road was almost straight all the way home. We could see Mr. Hope slapping the reins on his horse's back and hear him urging his horse to greater speed. Dad held Trixie back for a while. Then he loosened his hold on the reins and let her go at her own speed. There was no need to urge her on, for she had been standing over two hours, and she knew as well as we did that dinner awaited her back at the farm. She lifted those long, slender legs high, proudly shook out her shining mane, and away we went. Mr. Hope glanced back and saw that we were coming down the road with a cloud of dust trailing behind us. Now Mr. Hope knew we were trying to beat him home, and he urged his horse to go faster. But it was of no use. We gradually gained on his buggy until finally we were right behind him. His eyes opened wide with surprise, and then he politely pulled to the side of the road, and we went thundering past. Down the road to Nosonia we went, two buggies, two horses, and a mountain of dust. Once or twice, Dad pulled to the edge of the road, but Mr. Hope's horse just could not compete with Trixie. And by the time we went by Miss Maud Park's house, we knew we had won. Trixie seemed to enjoy it as much as we. We were in the yard and out of the carriage, and Dad had started to unhitch Trixie when Mr. Hope turned the corner and drove into his own driveway. We had won the race, hands down. Sunday night after supper, I noticed that Mother and Dad kept looking out the front window. You see, Mr. and Mrs. Hope came calling each Sunday night to talk over the events of the week and to pass the time away. This night, they had not come. Finally, Mother said, Billy, was it worth it to win the race and lose a friend? We waited and waited. And just as the dusk began to creep in the windows, they came through the little red date. Dad jumped up to open the front door, and there stood Mr. Hope with his ever-present cane and Mrs. Hope with her fine white shawl thrown over her shoulders and smiling at us. Mr. Hope spoke first. 
You beat me fair and square, Billy, but remember you couldn't have won if you had not bought a racehorse. We kept going to church every Sunday, and so did Mr. and Mrs. Hope, and each Sunday night they always came slowly up the path for their weekly visit. Never again did we try to beat them home from modest town church. Secretly, we told ourselves, we could win any time we wanted. Hadn't we done so one time?